1: Any time during my ten years, I could do this. Na 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 na. That's power.
2: That's power. Second
0: lap. It oh Comes man. down
1: to Hartman's foot. Here's the snap. The ball is down. The kick is up.
2: And it's gone. Uh-huh. Wolfpack wins. It's time for the Riddick and Reynolds Podcast. Here's your host, James Curl.
0: Alright folks, welcome to the Riddick and Reynolds Podcast. We have a very full house here at Amedeo's this evening. Uh, not our usual crowd. Uh, the uh, the folks here at Amedeo's are actually hosting the NC State Wrestling Team. And uh, we're honored to have them here. I mean, they didn't come for the podcast. But uh, uh, they came to get a nice fine meal here at a Sure they uh, did, James. Uh, but... Um, we are going to be joined by uh, one of the key figures of the uh, wrestling program here in just a second, and uh, we'll bring him on and speak with him. But, uh, you know, we are here at Medios, and we uh, always appreciate the, uh, the fine uh, food and spirits that they treat us to every week when we do the show. I uh, want you to always keep in mind, Medios whenever you are looking for a spot to either watch a, an away basketball game or, you know, with all the, uh, the TVs they have here in the bar, if you're looking for just a great place to hang out, and, you know, watch some sports or just be around NC State fans in general. You know, Meteos is a great place. I mean, the food is awesome. Uh, you know, students, of course, get student discounts. Um, you know, Tuesdays you get half off your entree and you get 15% off your, toll, your whole tab uh, with your student ID the rest of the week. So uh, do always, uh, you know, keep Amedeo's in your mind whenever you're looking for a great place to uh, come and join a meal. Uh, we appreciate, as always, their support. Going on five years now. Uh, it's hard to believe, God, five years ago, we started doing the show here at the Meteos, but uh, it's been great, uh, and we have always appreciated their support over the years. Um, all right, uh, Matt Purdy is with us this week, as, as always. Matt, how are you doing, sir?
1: Doing pretty well, James. I'm per- feeling pretty- a little intimidated with how this going on right around here. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's all right. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's a, uh, a large crowd, but a, a, <laughs> a good one. Uh, they're friendly folks, I'm sure. You just don't uh, want to make them mad. Yes, yeah. I wouldn't get on uh, any of the, uh, the their bad sides here in the uh, the audience, but, um, you know, uh, it's always fun to have you on the show, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we mentioned him uh, earlier when we started the show. Our uh, guest this week is the head coach of the NC State Wrestling Program, Coach uh, Pat Popolizio. I knew I was going to stumble just as soon as I got out of out, <laughs> out the word, but uh, Coach Pat, how are you? i was doing great. Did it's I good. get that right, Popolizio? Yeah. Okay, all right. That's good. All right. That's good good, All right.
2: good northern name Down, down here down yeah, I'm, south so.
0: I'm, a, I'm a North Carolina boy So sometimes I get a little You can little, stick with Coach P Probably Cause, go, yeah, cause,
2: yeah Do you have a nickname That you go by? Uh, the Skip I just got uh, announced skip? tonight From these guys <laughs>
0: bunch of characters over here right yeah i can imagine uh, a, a, a roster full of wrestling guys uh, you know can throw out a, a good collection of nicknames over yep. the course of a, a season a career absolutely so thank you so much for joining us uh and i'm glad that you were able to join us this year because you guys are having just a tremendous season um you know i Admittedly, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm not someone who has uh, followed wrestling, collegiate wrestling or, or, you know, at any level most of my life, um, but you guys are having just a fantastic season uh, and we've enjoyed talking about you guys over the course of this year. you just seen you guys take on, you know, pretty much all comers all year long. Um, you know, you, you did have the one set back this weekend against Virginia Tech, but... Yeah. I, you've bested everybody else, and uh, it's been great uh, following along with the season so far. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's been a special
2: season so far. You know, obviously we've we amped up our schedule pretty tough this year, and, and this team's responded very well to it. A um, uh, little setback this weekend, but it showed true character when we came back Sunday and beat fifth ranked Missouri. So you know those things are going to happen, but I don't think you're defined on on one loss defines right. who you are. But you know, it's been it's been really exciting to to see this program take off and and build and and just get momentum going right now and and obviously be fortunate enough to go out to Iowa next week and compete with
0: another program that's
2: historically year in year out one of the best programs in the country.
0: Yeah, let's talk about uh, you coming to NC State and and kind of your backstory. Uh, you grew up in uh, the New York area. Uh, let me see if I get this name right. Nis- Niskayuna? <laughs> Niskayuna. Niskayuna, all right. Not, not uh, far from Dwaynesburg. Right, and Schenectady, right? Yep. Schenectady. All right, yeah. all right. That's 0 <laughs> oh for 3 at this point. It's always been your strong point. <laughs> yeah. Um, you uh, wrestled uh, and did, were a tremendous wrestler there, and then you went to one of the perennial, perennial programs in college wrestling, uh, Oklahoma State. Uh, we'll talk about them uh, in just a bit because you guys faced them this year. Uh, we're a tremendous wrestler there at a time when Oklahoma State was uh, good. I don't know if they've ever had any real down years uh, in recent memory. No, they, they don't usually have a down year. Yeah,
2: So it's uh, it was, it's always great to be out there wrestling competing and then this year to go back there was was something special and yeah definitely leave them with a with a win yeah even better so
0: yeah i want to talk about that in just a bit because i'm sure that you had some uh, some emotions about that particular meet um you uh came to state from uh Binghamton. uh that's i'm over four at this point um, <laughs> The the <Bearcats. laughs> And my understanding, as I was reading up on your bio, is that that program pretty much didn't exist or had, was coming back into existence when you took the job. Is that right? Or- yeah,
2: it was uh, first year. They they were up and running for one year. They went 0 and 11, uh-huh. and then the coach after one season uh, kind of took a different job and, and went in a different direction. So uh, that job opened up, and not many people really wanted. It wasn't too appealing for uh-huh. a for a job. But you know, being a younger coach that was pretty motivated, I felt like that that was a place for could have a bright future if you worked hard and did the right things and kind of blossomed from there
0: and i guess the 07 season was your first year there 06 07 no. yes and uh and you turned that program around pretty quickly in the course of uh five years and caught the eye of uh debbie Yow, and she tabbed you for the job here um what was that phone call like I mean did did Debbie reach out to you uh you know when it came time
2: yeah you know I I think I hit a point in my career where I was like you know I'm comfortable where I'm at we're winning and we had all our point scorers from the NCAA tournament back we finished 14th the year before and you know I got to a point where you started looking at some places and some things seem appealing but the grass isn't always greener at the other on the other side and was happy where I was at, but this opportunity presented itself, and it was something you couldn't turn down with mm-hmm. the support that I knew we were going to get. I, the vision here, you know, where uh, Coach Guzzo had, had this program before, kind of dropped off over the last couple years. Um, looking at it from the outside in, you knew it was a, a sleeping giant here, and you could have success right away if you had the right people and the right culture. Um, so it was very appealing, and, and you know, you just have to see long term the vision, and, and that's kind of. The way things played out and mm-hmm. it's you know it's obviously showing itself right now with the with the wins and losses
0: right and we and state had had some great individual wrestlers over mm-hmm. the years a couple of national champions i believe did you know much about nc state wrestling before you took the job i knew everything about nc state wrestling uh-huh. i came down here on a recruiting <laughs> trip back in uh Back in the day when Guzzo was recruiting me, um, oh okay, he couldn't
2: seal the deal. We should, we, we should, we, mention, we talk
0: about it all the time. <laughs> we should mention Coach Guzzo and his family here with us yeah. as well. So um, we're glad to have him here. We spoke with him a few weeks ago, actually, yep. right after the Oklahoma State win. Um, but uh, but yeah, Guzzo didn't close the deal on that one. But uh, you know, I don't know. Did he play a role in recruiting you to NC State uh, years I, I later? I remember.
2: Uh, we had a common friend uh, that, that was a uh, ref in, in college, so we were going back and forth on it. and uh-huh. We kind of reunited since then, and things have been great. He's yeah. been a big help to the mm-hmm. process where we're at today. and you know He's got a great relationship to every guy on this team. He's in the room every day. Um, I don't know if it's because Janice uh, throws him out of the house or <laughs> if he's coming to, to help with wrestling, but he's uh-huh. there. Probably a little bit of both. A little bit of both, but it, it, there's not a day that doesn't go by where he's, you know he's not involved in something.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you come to NC State and you start building the foundation, and, and immediately you start seeing some tremendous recruiting classes come in. Um, you know, I, I guess uh, you know two of the big guys that you brought in or, or were able to bring in were uh, your two seniors this year, Tommy Gann and Nick Woznalski, right? And they were kind of the cornerstone of your building project here at NC State.
2: Yeah, I mean, Tommy was here uh, on the coaching okay. transition. Um, he was a, he was a freshman that year, and. and you know, he was one of the guys that bought in right away, and obviously Nick made the transfer down here, which was, okay. you know, it really helped jumpstart a lot of things. Because um, mm-hmm. you know, you always want somebody that knows your system, that's involved in the sport, and and that kind of made things real easy to have him come in and and you know, just kind of keep things running. And other guys buying in, and, and it kind of got contagious a little bit. It took some time, but it definitely helped having both those guys here and, and understanding the system.
0: Yeah. Over the years, I mentioned we, you know, states had some national champions, but it seems like you know this year state's strength has been the fact that you've got solid wrestlers all up and down the lineup. Uh, and what kind of difference does it make when you when you know that you know, no matter who you send out there at, at any weight class, you've got a guy that can compete with the best in the country. And that's huge. You know, that's everything. Having depth and that goes back to recruiting. Um, mm-hmm.
2: You know, our associate head coach, uh, Frank Beasley, and uh, the work that he puts in the recruiting, he spearheads all that. And because of what he does and, and the system that he has in our recruiting philosophy, we've been able to pull in a lot of really good kids. Uh, maybe some that were a little under the radar coming out of high school that some schools wouldn't give a kid a chance. And uh, we were able to to get them to NC State, and they bought into what we're about and have blossomed from there. And mm. uh, that's... And you know, we had a couple guys, you know, this weekend was was big for Malik McDonald. You know, he, he, first time in our lineup in a, in a while in a dual meet. Came in uh, against the defending national champ and stepped up big and, and kept that to a decision. So, you know, that shows you where depth will bring you in a, in a dual meet season.
0: Yeah. We, uh, we kind of hinted at or talked about the Oklahoma State win. Of course, that was your alma mater there. Um, what was that like going back? And, you know, they, they had beaten you the year before, I believe, and you were looking to kind of, you know, get them back. Uh, Was was there some conflicting emotion on that? Uh, You know, it being your alma mater or or was it a hashtag business trip? It was a little both. You know,
2: you want to compete and uh, treat it like that. But at the end of the day, there's, you know, I got a great relationship with my college coach who's, you know, still the head coach over there. So we were fortunate enough to go in there and and perform very well and and step up to the plate because it's not an easy place to go and win. Um, I think looking at it over the last... Hundred years, they only had 44 losses at home. So to in hundred years, <laughs> yeah. So to get one of them from this program, that I mean that was that was huge. And uh-huh. you know, I, I I know the history there, and you know, I'm not sure these guys all know it that well. I know Guzzo knows it pretty good. Um, so going in, you know. It, that defines a lot about what this team is about you know just being able to to get in tough environments like that and compete and and show Mm. up um but to me you know i'm friends with everybody over there and i know all the the fans the alumni they they respect and, and
0: really appreciate good wrestling so it was exciting to go back there and and pull out the win was that the win do you think that really kind of vaulted this team forward into you know having a good season into this being kind of a special season
2: Yeah, I think after that day, we we knew where we stood as far as the program went. And uh, that climbed us pretty high in the rankings, which built some instant confidence in in everybody across the board. Uh They know if they're starting for NC State, they're one of the best kids in the country. And that ultimately kind of springboarded a lot of
0: things to uh, this final weekend that we're about to approach. Right. This past weekend, uh, you faced off against... uh, It's kind of like a broken record. It seemed like it was just, you know, you were facing top 10 after top 10 program. Um, but you hosted uh, Virginia Tech on Friday and then uh, Missouri on uh, Sunday. Uh, I was actually fortunate fortunate enough to be able to uh, go to the uh, Virginia Tech game, uh, or game, match. Uh, the <laughs> These guys won't hold it against you. <laughs> I sure hope not. Um, the, uh, and, and I apologize in advance if I was the jinx, uh, since it was your only loss of the season, but... Uh, I I wanted to uh, tell you personally, that was as electric an atmosphere as I can ever recall in a a match like that. I mean, it was in the Holshouser building there at the the fairgrounds, um, and I don't know that if or or, that it necessarily played a role, but to have that many folks in that space... I mean, we got there, I felt like we were getting there with a decent amount of time left, and we were only able to find floor seats. And so, uh, you know, to have that many people crammed into that space and then have such a competitive match, it was it was really something special. I hated we didn't get the win, but that was, uh, you know, uh, just a big-time wrestling atmosphere. It
2: was a very good atmosphere to compete in. I know the guys felt the energy in that, and you uh-huh. know, just as a spectator, you could just feel it, you know, with the cheering and the chants that were going on. I mean, that... that's tough for another team to come in and compete in that environment. And I think that's, you know, when you look at teams that always have success historically, they have a good fan base and a good following. And that's what's great about the NC State fans is they're really into their sports here and, Mm -hmm. you know, finally back in wrestling to a level where, you know, it's making a difference when we're home competing and we we need to continue to grow that. And with the new Reynolds Mm -hmm. being, you know, renovated, I think that's going to be a key factor
0: for when we ultimately year in, year out are able to compete for a national title. Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned Virginia Tech, I mean they are one of the perennial you know programs in the a c c that has been uh, incredibly strong over the years, and they did have a tremendous amount of fans that traveled and made that trip down to uh, to raleigh so um, yeah'm I'm, i 'm hoping that we you know continue that momentum in uh, and, and you know put those same kind of numbers uh, at a way duel matches down the road so that would be great to have because you know that makes
2: a world of difference when we're out there and and these guys can feel that energy when they're out competing
0: yeah all right we've kind of uh put it off to now but (laughs) just what an amazing match against missouri yesterday um you know number five in the country missouri was uh they come in you guys are trailing heading into the final you know match and you know nick Kwasowski. He goes out there and he does what I guess uh, Nick does when he has to in situations like that. Uh, I watched some of the highlights. It, he seemed like a completely different wrestler than the one that I saw on Friday, maybe because on Friday he didn't. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he has two different modes. He seemed like he was, uh, you know, he just did what he needed to do on Friday to get the win, but on you know, Sunday he, he he was throwing the dude all over the place. You know, you, you get in these
2: dual meets and they definitely it matters for everybody's individual performance and Mm -hmm. uh you know the key with dual meets is across the board your your opponent at one day could be ranked a little higher or or a little less and that's that's kind of what you saw on on sunday you know he was wrestling the number two guy in the country on friday night and then Uh a little lesser opponent on uh, sunday and we knew we could score bonus points and and do it pretty quick and and that's kind of what you saw and the big thing about sunday was a bunch of guys stepped up to the plate you know in Mm -hmm. a tall order and you know, I think we, that loss to Virginia Tech defined what this team's about. It showed some character. You know, we, we took a loss for the first time, and, and we could have put our head down and, and felt sorry for ourselves. And, that, and that's what I love about these guys is they're fighters and they're workers and they can overcome adversity. We showed up the next day and on Sunday and, and gave it our best and, and really brought our fight a little more than we did on Friday. And uh, it's hard to do, take a loss like that, and and, and you could feel, you know, the momentum going into the last couple – meets of the season, but we, we really stepped up to the challenge, and you know that loss we learned a lot from. You you usually learn more about your losses than you do your wins, mm-hmm. and this is what is going to help us really in the in the postseason perform. Is we can rebound from a loss, and if we get in the national tournament, guy gets upset mm-hmm. and he needs to come back and finish third or, or fourth, wherever he finishes at the national tournament, he's not going to he's not going to feel sorry for himself and he's going to go out and compete.
0: Yeah, um, I wanted to you know ask you about uh you know how the team did respond uh friday evening you know i'm sure you had kind of a um you know a meeting with the guys after that of course it had been a perfect season up to that point um what was the mood of kind of the the locker room after that uh you know it was disappointing you know you were down on yourself uh we
2: treated it like the national tournament you got up you guys that won we told them, you know, you're, you're going into the uh, semifinals in the NCAA tournament, and the guys that lost, you know, you're in the round of 12, and you got a place to win on uh, on Sunday. And you saw those guys respond and win, you know, mm-hmm. 133. They had a big win. It mm-hmm. was huge. You beat a guy that was better than uh, who we wrestled on, on Friday night. We needed that, and uh, Pete Renda went out and performed. That was another huge win on the day. And, and you know, most of our guys that are used to winning and have won all year you know follow through and, and continue to win and, and that's how you win dual meets you need your five big wins and you need somebody to step up and get bonus points and, and 184 and, and heavyweight did that to separate ourselves from missouri
0: yeah oh it was, it was a huge win you know i don't know how it stacks up against the the you know oklahoma state win or uh, if you can even kind of compare you know one versus the other but uh you know if you had to uh i'll put you on the spot if you had to rank uh you know where your your victories are i mean is the oklahoma state win still the the kind of the pinnacle of the season or uh maybe well, that missouri win uh, hopefully uh, next monday is their biggest win of the year right so, right right um no,
2: they're all big it, uh, you know we go out on the road and we perform against all these teams that have historically beaten us i mean that's Every every week, these guys step up to the plate for the challenge and 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 do something special every week. So that's kind of defines who they are. And um, you know, that Oklahoma State one has obviously the, the program has more history than anybody we've wrestled. But mm-hmm. we're getting ready to go into an environment that's going to be very interesting. to See how you know we step up as the program and and do we take that challenge head on? And I, I I'm excited to see it because I know these guys are too.
0: Yeah. I'm always curious, you know, uh, and I suppose perhaps people who uh, are not from North Carolina are also curious about why North Carolina is so big on college basketball, but, um, you know, the, the Midwest and, and, you know, Big 10, Big 12 country, mm-hmm. wh- why is wrestling so big out in that particular part of the, the world? I think because their college programs are winning, uh-huh. um, that helps a lot.
2: Is there, then, is there, like,
0: a starting point where it all kind of began and then it just grew and grew and grew? Or yeah,
2: is- you know, anything that's great always starts somewhere, and, and that's what we have to do as college coaches in the state. We've got to, you know, build that to the point where kids want to be part of, of college wrestling and are a fan of it, and mm-hmm. we're starting on a small scale right now. You know, we're getting a fan base. These, the kids are following it. The high schools are following it, um, and we've got to do our part to make it to where kids really, their ultimate goal is to become... Um, a member of this team, and wrestle for NC State out in a dual meet like Missouri or you mm-hmm. know, whoever else we bring in here. So that's what you see. You know, those kids, that's their role models. They're guys that are on uh, their college programs, and, you know, it's like it's like the professionals for them. So yeah. We have to do that, and uh, we are. You know, we've got guys out here that that are performing at that level, and uh, little by little I think you see that, and you get the P. Lee's starting, and then it goes to the middle school, and then obviously once high school hits, it's huge.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, certainly you're not ever going to be able to tell a kid that wants to come to NC State you're not going to face off against uh, the best in the country <laughs> because you guys have made your mark this year uh, facing off just against ranked opponent after ranked opponent. Um, I don't know. I don't have the numbers pulled up right in front of me, but it feels like you've had more matches against ranked opponents than you have you know, unranked opponents. Uh, I think,
2: yeah, right now we're um, eight or nine teams that were in the top 25 that we competed against. Right. So... Yeah, uh, to be one of the best teams in the country, you got to compete against them, and uh, we want to be able to prove ourselves year, uh week in, week out. And then, more importantly, I think to get the best kids in the country, they want to want to see you compete against them and, and win against those teams. And we've done
0: that this year, and it, you know, our recruiting's taken off now because of it. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt that uh, kids do get excited about facing off against the best programs in the country.
1: Like you said, it's kind of like the pros. It's, I mean, this is your best chance to. To fight the best guys, or to yeah. fight, wrestle the best guys. <laughs> sometimes, um, sometimes, sometimes they fight. fight. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So you mentioned uh, from here, you guys head to, uh, out to Iowa, uh, the number two team in the program. We, we we were curious, you know, as as the year went along, it's like, man, they're undefeated, they're dominating everybody. Why can't they get to that, uh, you know, move up in the rankings? But the two teams in front of you, Penn State and Iowa, are. are two of the best you know yeah. in the country and, and also undefeated and so you guys certainly have your hands full with uh, yeah, them
2: they're both obviously great programs and we're just happy and excited to be able to compete at uh, one of them because to me that's what this team needed you know we've wrestled a lot of other teams throughout the year um, we've proven ourselves to everybody in the country now we need to go out and compete against a team that on paper is better than us and, and that's yeah. what we're able to do against Iowa this this coming uh, Monday and be, be in a different, uh, I guess, different role because the last last ten, fifteen dual meets we had, you know, we were the favorite every time. So it, it's going to be a different role for us, and uh-huh. I'm, I'm I'll be looking forward to seeing that you know someone step up to the plate that uh, needs to get a win for us.
1: How, how do you prepare for something like this? Because obviously James and I aren't super versed in wrestling. You know, coaches for basketball and football they can watch game tape from mm-hmm. you know ESPN or whatever. Is this like one of those courtesies where you send? The Iowa coach will tape, and they do the same thing. Like no, nah, there's scout enough the on the wrestlers? internet
2: now. You know, Third. like this weekend, everything was live for us. That was okay. online, so you know, just like they've done, we, we're going to do. You know, you'll watch film and break down, and just be aware of certain things. But mm-hmm. most of the times, you're out there, you're, you're doing what you do best, and not really too worried about what somebody else brings to the table, unless it's something that's a
0: little, little odd. Yeah, um, okay. which we, in our in our favor, we got a bunch of those on our team. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, I mean, that is a very good question because, I mean, you know, uh, like most sports, film study does play a role, especially, in, uh, maybe even more so in individual, you know, one-on-one sports versus then, you know, say like a team sport. Uh, even within team sports like basketball, you, you have to know what your guy is going to be doing uh, opposite you. Um, so, how, I mean, how much time is spent on film study when it comes we'll, to... We'll break it, as coaches, we'll break it down pretty good and... Uh, as, you know, week goes on. We'll,
2: we'll little by little just make notes and and uh-huh. get ready. You know, we watched thousands of hours of wrestling <laughs> from other teams this year. Uh, it's what we live for as coaches. Uh-huh. Uh, so we'll, we'll break it down for the guys, and some of the guys obviously follow it and watch it themselves. But hopefully not too much to they're analyzing things. Um, that's yeah. our job as coaches to prepare these guys, and we'll do that in the room and and make sure that they're aware of everything they're going to see throughout the this next competition but basically you know your experiences as a wrestler prepare you for every match that you're going to have so it's not mm-hmm. something that you have to change up too often you just
0: kind of have to be aware of certain situations i would think one of the toughest things about being a head coach is um you know you you go through all the the film study and, and prep and and point out tendencies and things that you see and then, like you said, you don't want to load up their heads with too much because you don't want them going out there thinking. You know, they just got to have to, you know, react and, and just wrestle. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you have. There's an a idea. fine balance. To that. Yeah, yeah. You
2: can you can definitely overanalyze and you can you know underprepare. So uh-huh. the the best part about that is we got some of the best coaches in the country: um, Adam Hall, Frank Beasley, Obi Blunt, Timmy McCall's with us, Quentin Godley, who wrestled here. Coach Lobo, when well, we got a huge staff now, so we're we're well prepared anytime we go out to compete, uh-huh. um, and that's what makes us great right now is we got a lot of resources within our program yeah. to help us week to week.
1: Are you guys selling the uh, new Reynolds renovations pretty hard? I'm assuming. Yeah, that, that
2: helps. You know, we're competing in there. Um, it's going to be huge for recruiting. The Hall of Fame. You know, the vision that Dr. Yao had to to build that up is going to really. Help us bring in some high-level recruits and, and show them that, you know, this is going to be a first-class mm-hmm. uh, arena to compete in. And then, you know, from there, our
0: training's done in, in WB, so we get, we'll okay. get to showcase, you know, our, our duel meets all in Reynolds. Cool. Mm-hmm. Now, how much of a wing does Guzzo get in the, uh, the new Hall of Fame? Does he get, like, a, a fourth, a third? He's and got it English? all right now. We're uh, trying to catch up to him, so
2: <laughs> there's not much space. We, we, you know, he's, he's got all the space, but we, we got to do our job
0: as a as a program right now to, to right. catch up to all his uh, hardware. If they named it the uh, the the NC State Hall of Fame uh, gu- Bob Guzzo Wing, uh, you know, I don't think there'd be too much objection uh, when you walk in. You know, just have a big old. Maybe they should just make a statue of Guzzo. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think we got to get it done. <laughs> yeah. We'll get some sculptors on the phone and see what we can do about that. Um it it's been just a remarkable year. Uh I've said it before, you know, so I am saying it again. I'm repeating myself, but it's worth repeating. You guys are just having a, a fantastic season, you know, the highest that the teams have been ranked, you know, as a team uh in program history and uh you know, I, I it's it's just been fun to really follow along. I mean, again, I, I'm, I'm born and raised in North Carolina, so wrestling is not really in my blood. Um, but I'm, I'm we're gonna, learning. We're going to make it. Yeah, I was going to say, your, your,
1: your grandchildren will, uh, <laughs> yeah. will learn. Yeah, You
2: know, and that's that's what we're trying to do right now is create that culture where people follow wrestling down here. And I think uh-huh. this year was probably a year that, that kind of you watched that grow and we saw that unfold in front of us. And uh, that's what I like about it. What happened this past year is the fan base really took off uh-huh. and followed it, and there's a lot of personality and character on this team, and there will continue to be that um, but it's huge to have and it was exciting to see because I know you know when I first got here it was i don 't really feel like the the sport was well known and, and well fouled and little by little the local papers and the local news picked up on it and you know, we we got to continue to do our job to make sure that that, that stays the course because we want to be the best team in the country. You need all that to fall into
0: place. Yeah, you know, you, maybe you guys should just shift the sport of college wrestling to the summer. Uh, I mean, I'm sure Elliot <laughs> Aviant wouldn't like competing with you head-to-head uh, head for headlines. Uh, this whole college basketball thing is still kind of a big deal down here. Uh, but uh, There's talk with the season moving, though, and shifting. Um, oh, there is? There is. it's.
2: Going to be ways away from from it happening, but uh-huh. there, there's a lot of talk to uh, doing it like all in one
0: half. Just of the making year. it of
2: a one semester sport, right? You know, our season's very long and and drawn out. You know, we start in November and we compete through every holiday and every break through the season. Uh, you know, the the whole college uh, calendar year, and then we go all the way to the end of March. So, oh wow! On top of that, you know, you you got school, you got training, you got weight, diet, and yeah. there's a lot of things that play into it. So. We're we're thinking, you know, as a, as a whole, as coaches and an, uh, an organization, to to do what's best for the sport and, and the mm-hmm. athletes.
0: And, and there's a lot of talk, and hopefully, that's something that changes down the road. Yeah. So you you face Iowa, and then from there, uh, I guess you. What are your your next uh, meets that come up after that? So
2: yeah, we obviously have our. This is considered postseason now. Iowa's uh-huh. uh, a bowl series kind of uh, dual meet um, uh-huh. match up. So we'll be there next Monday, and then. We'll get ready for ACCs and NCAs, which is up in uh, Madison Square Garden, um, back in New York. And uh-huh. we got a bunch of guys that are, you know, obviously from, from that way. So it'll be something special to go back up there and, and be able to compete.
0: We have some family from your part of the. We'll community?
2: have. I mean, we've sold a lot of. T- I think we're close to three hundred tickets sold. Oh wow! My first year here, I think we sold five. Um, <laughs> so we're up to three hundred, uh, uh, which is a pretty good following for for the NCAA. Start term. giving you
1: a commission for that. Right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
2: Um, But no, it'll be good to have a good crowd and and fan base up there cheering on these guys because we expect to have close to the whole team up there competing at the NCAA
0: tournament. Yeah. Um, I won't get into the minutia of of how, uh, you know... Things are selected, but, I, you know, I tried to, uh, again, I'm, I'm learning on the fly. Uh, depending upon how the season has played out is how guys get determined uh, for those, uh, those, I guess, the NCAAs. Uh, how many guys do you anticipate will be competing? Well, um, yeah, basically your body of work through the season will, will get you there.
2: Um, and right now we have probably eight guys ranked from the coaches poll. Uh-huh. So those eight guys have a really good chance, and, you know, our other two guys know they gotta, they're got they going to have to steal a spot and uh, have a good performance at the AC tournament, which they're both capable of doing. So, you know, anywhere between 8 to 10, um, uh-huh. I think that's real, very realistic for this team. You see Nick going for the three-peat? Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. in position. He's He knows what he needs to do. He's, he's a competitor, and he's got some tough competition out there, but so does everybody else across the country from 25 to heavyweight. So we'll be ready. He's... He's faced probably the most, by far the toughest schedule at his weight class. So he's, he's ready for, uh, for the postseason.
0: Yeah. Well, best of luck to you as you head to Iowa and, and the rest of the season uh, as it unfolds. It's, it's been a joy following you guys, and uh, I'm so glad that we were able to have you on the show. Appreciate it. It's yeah. been great. So, so thank you very much. Let's, uh, Matt, do you want to wrap up here? Do you want to talk a little basketball? We can. You,
1: you run the show.
0: Uh, State Beat Weight Forest. Uh, and cat and, scored us. a lot of points. Yeah. so there you go. That's basketball talk for this week. All right, <laughs> all, uh, there, that was my usefulness too. <laughs> uh, and uh, states playing Virginia, so uh, and up four nothing. So oh well, this is in the bag right now. So there you go.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, Virginia scores like six points a game. So yeah. Oh well, they got
0: two. <laughs> oh, well. All right, game over. Uh, all right. Well, uh, for Matt Purdy, uh, I'll thank uh, again Coach Pat Popolizio mm-hmm. for joining us this week, and uh, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Riddick and Reynolds podcast.